a lot of the experts say, got to get out in front of it. Get out in front of it. That's the only way we're going to survive this. And the same thing goes for businesses that are all now, every business across North America now making contingency plans for the next month. Apple, as you've heard, uh, took this extraordinary step of calling for this global shutdown of its stores. And they say that's, you know, it's going to help minimize risk and transmission. Patagonia shut down retail locations and even their online stores saying that it is everyone's responsibility to stop the spread of the disease. So these are multi, multi-billion dollar decisions that are going to hurt for now, but they may pay off in the future. And then you might have heard earlier this week, Mervish Productions, they announced, yes, the show will go on. And that decision got immediate backlash. And then just an hour ago, as you heard with Alan Carter, they have since changed that decision. Mike Leon is a marketing expert, president over at Brand Heroes Marketing. Good to have you, Mike. <laughs> Good to be here, Alex. How are you? Well, you know, um, I probably had an easier week than Mervish. Uh, you know, they made the decision to stay in business and kind of keep going. And, and that that got immediate, immediate backlash because everyone is watching moves that, that companies make and they're making them and it could cost them. Oh, for sure. Well, I think I think the lesson here and what I think a lot of people have to remember is that brands like people have personalities. And, you know, the old saying or to paraphrase the old saying, you always learn what somebody's made out of when they're really tested and during times of trouble. And I think we got Mervis into a little bit of trouble. Sure, they played on the, the theatrical trope of the show must go on. But, you know, if the theater is there for the people who go to it and the people who go to it are in times of trouble, then Yes, it's a costly move, but it's, it's, it's a move that makes sense with the values to say, you know what, we're going to hold off until things get a little better. That's, of course, what the NBA did. That's what the Leafs has done. That's what a lot of uh, entertainment venues have done. So I think it seemed very off-putting to a lot of people that Mervish didn't do it. And to your point, they corrected it really fast. They did. And now Tim Hortons is all over, uh, all over Twitter being ravaged because of a report that suggested that they are not, um, you know, giving anybody money unless they get a sick note if they should, in fact, uh, be told they can't work or come down with coronavirus, which, you know, prompted uh, Tim Hortons to come back and say, hold on a second. Here's a whole bunch of misinformation going around. I, I'm sure the truth lays in there somewhere. But again, it, it can be very, very damaging if the report is wrong or if a company decides to take that action. Well, and I think what we're seeing right now, for the exact reason you mentioned, is that companies on the whole are doing their best to get as on top of the story as they possibly can. And it's hard because, you know, you said in your intro, this is a story that's changing almost by the minute. Mm -hmm. So, you know, from a big company standpoint, they're huge engines, right? So they have to make sure their messaging is is properly crafted. It's got to be vetted by a whole bunch of different people. So it's not always the fastest moving machine in the world. But because this is such a rapidly changing story, they've got to be prepared to change with it. And it makes it so important to really get that story out there, announce it to employees, announce it to customers, announce it to the world, and announce it fast. So we're seeing a lot of that type of stuff happen. How do you then, um, you know, the company, look like you're taking responsibility? Because look, Apple's going to get huge headlines based on who, what they are and, and the giant that they are. Um, but, you know, how do you, how do you do this kind of action while not looking like you're, you're profiting off of it? Well, you know what? When I read the Apple email, I think what really struck me is at the end of it, they said, you know, this is who we are and who we've always been. And I think, you know, that's a very, very powerful statement. And I'm paraphrasing it, but I think, you know, that's what's got to be really important. You know, brands are like people and they have personalities and they have values. And when those, when, when it's put through the most testing of times, that personality and those values and what the brand is promising has to come across. 
So if a brand does that and it's consistent with who they are and that's resonated with people during good times, yeah, it's a bold move and, you know, it could be a costly move, especially when you're talking about making huge operational changes like closing stores, but it's consistent. And if it's consistent with what people loved about the brand in good times, then there's a good chance it'll be what people love about the brand and respect about the brand in bad times. And any money they're losing in the short term by doing that, well, they'll more than make up for it because they'll they'll earn and they'll keep the respect of all that's who's important to them. But the key is consistency. Are they staying consistent with what they value? Yeah, it's fascinating to watch, though. You know, it started with... I think really when uh, people were paying attention, as you well know, it was the, you know, the NBA pulling out and then we saw the NHL and all these big, big names, Disneyland. And, and you know, you see all these decisions being made and it, we've never seen anything like it. I mean, we, when can we say in a time that we have ever seen anything like this? Maybe. And I don't even think we saw it with 9-11 to, to this extent where, you know, the world as we know it with big stores, big names, big brands are all out of control of what they can't control. Yeah, no, it's, it's you know, it, it, it is, um, you know, it's very scary. It's, uh, you know, certainly there's a lot of change happening right now, and it's a very rapidly moving story. But, you know, I, I still kind of come back to the notion, and, you know, in, in the toughest of times, and, you know, call me a romantic, but, you know, you, you see these stories of immense bravery from people. You know, you see them from... You know, the men and women who work in uh, in the police forces and the fire divisions, you see it from community members, you see it from, you know, everyday citizens. And, you know, those are the stories that I think, you know, keep people full of hope. And I think from a brand standpoint, those are certainly the stories that keep the brands hopeful and keep employees hopeful. And I think those are the things that ultimately, you know, people are trying to kind of think about right now because it is really hard. And, you know, even during, like, if we take COVID-19 out of the picture for a second and just talk about the economy, I think, you know, you see a lot of brands hearkening back to the nostalgia and the best of their times during really bad times because you want to remind people that, hey, it wasn't always like this. Let's remember when things were amazing. So I think there's a little bit of that that will start coming out as well, too. And then, you know, hopefully you'll start seeing more of these stories of community, of bravery from all around the world, not just brands. Yeah. What a time. Mike, I appreciate you uh, joining us. Thank you. Thank you. That is Mike Leon joining us.